Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club. Eating a lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6. We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. <laughs> St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, hey, hey! Happy Saturday morning. I hope all of you beautiful Portlanders are having a wonderful start to your weekend. But let's check in with the most important man, ladies and gentlemen, Will Darkens. Will, what is going on? Oh, man. I got the Christmas spirit. Do you? You finally got it? You had no Christmas spirit last week. Untrue. No, you you were it's a false statement. You were deficient in your Christmas spirit. You had no holiday joy coming out of any orifices that I could identify last week. Let's be fair for a second. I don't have any Christmas spirit leaking out of me till about round now. Okay. Every no, year. I, I'm fine with that. It I'm just... even starting December. Yeah. And I gotta put up lights at my house and a damn tree without any christmas spirit in my blood yeah well that's uh it's never easy uh but you should be doing it uh thanksgiving anyways you should be doing it with a gut full of turkey that's how you do it thanksgiving night Is that get the out case? there yeah dinner's at like one o'clock get up on the roof put it up or do it the next day where you're still like in that little uh turkey haze oh. yeah, come on yeah your christmas lights don't go up with christmas spirit they bring Christmas spirit when they go up. Oh, yeah, that's how it works. And then the kids wait till wait till little F Luke is old enough to scream every time he sees Christmas lights out the window. Get yeah. all excited! Oh, look at those! Now I got some. That's the best house I've ever seen. It lasts like a block. That's the best house I've ever seen. Lasts a block. That is now officially okay. Calm it down. Then we drive through zoo lights. It's like meh. Like, what? This is all Christmas lights. Wait, They're really? Like, yeah, it's okay. The twins weren't having zoo lights? Ah, they were fine with it. They we were just kind of unimpressed. We like, took eh. them and all their cousins. I, I'll tell you, they're like, there's a house like on either direction we leave from the house that's the greatest 
house they've ever seen. And they forget that they saw it every time that we leave the, the neighborhood. It's, yeah, man. Yeah. They live in the moment. I, I have no problem with that, they man. love it. Oh, I was having a uh, conversation about children and Christmas with uh, one Dusty Hera this week. Mm. So Dusty's got the almost five-year-old. So uh, Bennett is uh, just born just after uh, my twins were. And then uh, he's got Evelyn, who is eight, approaching eight or eight. Ooh, eight's a tough age at Christmas. Oh, no, no, no. See, I am envious of eight, and this is why. Hmm. Uh, my, my two five-year-olds have no idea and no concept of it's more important to give than to receive. You know what, yeah. they, want for, you know what they want for Christmas this year? Uh, like toy Tonka cars or something? Every single thing that they uh. see in any ad, on any display, in any mailer, uh, anything that anybody else has, the things that they already have, and things that don't even exist. Do they do the pop, pop, the, this, this? Yes. Every, well, so I took, I took them to the store. We, we did this thing. My brother started a few years ago, and this is the first time we're doing it as kind of a pass-around thing. Hmm. You ever see the giant saran wrap ball? Can you be more specific? It's a giant ball of saran wrap. <laughs> okay, where is it? Okay. <laughs> well, so this is why I'm asking. If you've never seen it, you don't know what it is. I, I guess so I just know. say no. It was very, yeah, well, okay. I wanted to clarify because you just. I'll explain I mean, you what threw it is. Out quite a random item, and I was like, well, I don't. Okay. Where is this ball? <laughs> uh, okay. That, the first time my brother shows up for Christmas, he has a giant ball of saran wrap. And I did the same thing you just did there. That's why I left it very okay. vague. Okay. Because I'm like, what the hell is this? And he's like, oh, it's a Christmas game. All right. So what, what you do is you take small little Christmas gifts and then you wrap them inside saran wrap. So usually the best gift, which for a few years in our house has been a uh, a 16 ounce can of Bud Ice. Nice. And then you wrap that in there and then you put like a uh, candy, a dollar bill, a little uh, bottle of whiskey, whatever. And you just wrap it up in saran wrap and you just continue to do it until it turns into, uh, you know, a NBA basketball sized, uh, a whatever, uh, what do you call them? The yoga balls, however big you want to make a it. A mini Cooper. Sure. Mini Cooper. That's <laughs> There's your scale. Basketball, workout ball, Mini Cooper. However big you want to make it. And then what you do, apparently, and I don't know where he got this from, but what you do is one person has a, a pair of dice. The person uh, next to him has this giant saran wrap ball. Like playing dice? Playing dice. Okay. pair of uh, rolling dice, right? Yeah. So let's say you have the saran wrap ball. Your job is to unravel it as fast as you can getting as many gifts to fall out as you possibly can before I roll a pair of uh, any number. So if I get two ones, two, two snake eyes, boom, get two twos, get two sixes, whatever. So I roll, and then as soon as I hit doubles, you're done. Anything that falls out in that time belongs to you. Get the game? That's a rather impressive game. Okay. I was about to say, it sounds pretty contrived, but then you you, you made simple. it less complex. Because yeah. when you threw the dice in, I was like, well, oh how is the dice playing into a yeah. large saran wrap? So then, so then now I roll doubles. I pass the dice to my left. You pass the ball to the left. Now I'm unraveling, and it just goes around in a big circle. So we stand at the table, move all the chairs, and there's this giant frenzy to roll as fast as you can. Everybody's staring at the dice. Bam! 
pass and then you pass it around and then more gifts and stuff come out and then you can start to see it because it's saran wrap right you can start to see what's next oh. but you don't know how much saran wrap has to come off it so there's this preview aspect of it and you can and see that little mini bottle oh yeah. yeah you can see that you can see the outline of a mini bottle but you yeah. don't know what it is at first then a little more saran wrap comes off and you're like ooh, that's jack daniels now you're excited about it a little bit more so this year is the first time where we're actually starting the ball small. Like I think my brother started it and gave it to my sister. Now we have it, and there's one for the adults and one for the kids. The kids has less booze in it. The adult one has more booze, as you would expect. Still booze. Oh, obviously. I mean, they're kids. They're not dead. Right. <laughs> Come on. So anyways, we, we had to go and add some stuff to it. So I took the kids to the dollar store. And I was like, all right, go pick out some candy and some treats and some funny things that'll be good to throw into this thing and everything that they picked off the shelves. But I want it for me. And I'm like, all right, well, then you might get it because it's going into this giant dumb ball of saran wrap. It may end up being yours. And if you need it that bad, guess what? We can buy you one. It's a freaking dollar store. But just two five-year-olds just bawling everything. But I want it for me. I go, well, it's a gift. It's Christmas. We give things. Just right over the tops of their tiny little heads. Isn't everything but, at the dollar store like a dollar fifty now? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it cost right. me. I got I got like fourteen dollars worth of stuff. It wasn't like a ton of stuff. I saw but, a bunch of Patriots online uh, getting pissed off about that. Uh, Patriots, very bad. Yeah, like uh, New England Patriots. No, no, I would no. think they could afford. I no. would think that Max Jones could afford like whatever's at the dollar store, no, like dollar fifty. Red blooded. American patriots who are pissed off at ah, the fact the dollar store gotcha. has raised their prices. Fifth cents. The Proud Boys. It's too cold to protest, so they're ah. just jumping on to <laughs> bitch about the dollar store. What can we be pissed off at now? The dollar store's raising prices. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I, I went there. They had a bu- they they provided exactly what I wanted. They had a bunch of crap that was cheap, and I had a big pile of it nice and uh i paid a very little money for it so anyway so we go and we wrap it in this ball and uh yeah they're very very upset about it but talking to dusty this is where this comes back to is evelyn at eight starting to understand the concept of giving oh bennett at almost five no concept of it and he said that next year so this is this is where it's always good to take advice from other parents and hope that your kids are on track but apparently at six eh, kind of getting it but still they just want 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 seven definitely shifting that way going into this christmas he said that i should have some hope so i'm about three years out from hope you sir are about four years out from gimme 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 well i too got some advice from uh one dusty Hera about christmas and i had said on the show uh on thursday hey what the hell do i give this baby oh yeah. he's like what do you mean and i go well he's, he's a baby but I got to get him something for Christmas. Like, we can't just open presents that we gave to each other and our family gave us yeah. and not give anything to the baby. Now, the baby doesn't know. Luke Luke Darkens doesn't yeah. know that what, what the hell's going on right sure. now. He has stared at that tree like it's from Mars. Like, we put him on the floor to do his tummy time and everything, yep. and he just looks up at the tree like, what the hell is going on right now? I can't imagine what's going on in his head. But- yeah, but, but th- here's the thing. He's only been at your house for, like, three months. He might be like, oh, uh, finally we got a tree. 
I mean, think about it. He doesn't That's know. Right. He doesn't know that this is seasonal. You have to be like, be like man, I've been here for like two months and there hasn't been a tree. Finally, they put this up. You know what you need to watch out for when you take it away. Uh, then he's going to be mad. Pissed off. Yeah, this is the first time he's ever seen. It. He's like, this is great. This is how it should have always been. What took them so long? Mm. You throw that thing out. Dude's going to be mad. He told me, he said, look, you don't have to do anything this year. You don't know this what is the hell's Dust, going This is Dusty telling you, yeah. not the baby. Dusty says, okay. don't do anything this year. Uh, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. He's wrong. He's fine. He's wrong. Dusty's wrong. I'll he tell you that He says, right. first year, go ahead and get your best Tupperware and wrap it and give it to your baby. Mm, nope. And the baby will just open the Tupperware and will love the fact that he's opening something. Yeah. And at first I went... That's kind of messed up that I'm just giving my one-year-old, my future one-year-old, an empty Tupperware. My future one-year-old? You're pretty optimistic about year one. <laughs> well, he's not one yet. I know. That's what I'm saying. We're making it through this year, though. I like Opens that. It. He's like, yeah, just give him the <laughs> not, Tupperware not your and he'll future just open astronaut, it. Not your future, you know, uh, world changer, future, what? no, future one-year-old. He has not done anything yet. That would encourage me that he's going to be ready for the job market. That's fair enough. Look, he doesn't, he doesn't have any hard skills. He's got yeah. some soft skills. He's very cute. Sure. I'll give you that. Here's here's what you need to do is you need to get something that is good for a photo op so that your wife will have a picture of F. Luke Darkens' first birthday or first Christmas that you can always look back at the picture and then be like, oh, you came in and got him that thing that he loved for a minute. Oh. Yeah, just get a big stuffed animal that will look good in a photo that you and then you snap a nice photo. And then in 25 years, when you go back and look at it and be like, oh, man, you hated that giant stuffed animal because it scared you or you loved it. And it was your favorite thing. So you, fake a memory is what you're saying? No, whatever the memory is, oh, okay. get something big and audacious and just get a giant stuffed animal that looks good in a photo. And then what? Whether he likes it or hates it or ignores it, and then you just went and played with the Tupperware. You never looked at the thing and you played with the box. Whatever happens from that moment on, you have the photo. So in 25 years, you pull up the photo and he's like, oh, my gosh, you guys got me that for my first Christmas. Yes. And then tell him what happens. You can tell him the truth. You don't have to. That doesn't have to be artificial. But yeah, buy him something. Well, I could lie to him. I I'm going to lie to him a lot. I understand that. But Might if you as well the- start now. <laughs> If you have the photo, you're good. So, yeah, get something photo op worthy uh, that he'll love, hate, be indifferent to, whatever. It's funny. But, yeah, get something that's big and audacious. Interesting you mentioned the uh, kid presence aspect and photos and everything. Because I actually looked through some family photos. I had to go to my mom's house to move a bunch of crap. And we saw a photo album. And I flipped through it. And uh, I found the Christmas uh, photos as a kid. Now, this is about... Five, six, seven, those years. Sure. One of the gifts I got was a Mickey and Minnie Playhouse. Nice. Which was just a bastardized <laughs> P, uh, PVC pipes set up in a uh, you know organized fashion with a tarp over it. Nice. It said Mickey and Minnie's Playhouse. Love it. And I, I talked to my mom and I was like, I pointed it out to her. I was like, wow, that that's a pretty big gift right there. She goes. Oh, yeah. I remember buying that for you and thinking, like, oh, your dad could probably make this. Like, <laughs> why am I spending $50 on this? This is awful. <laughs> but, like, I think, too, about the the idea of, like, what, what kids get today. Now, help me out because I'm not with the kids yet. Sure. I'm not, I'm not with it. Yeah. 
like, are they still into toys? Yeah. Or 100%. is it still, or, or is everybody on the apps now? Oh, they, so they so, got to get to the apps. Yeah. Well, again, my kids or the want video games, every single thing, just they, anything they got to. Yeah. They want everything. They want all the things they want. They want last year. They got a little kitchen play set. They want a different one this year. Because they liked the one that they had last year. Mm. Even though it's like it doesn't fit in their room anymore. They wanted more space, so they asked if they could move it out. They're like, we're done with that. And we're like, okay. So what do you want for Christmas this year? are infuriating couples on HGTV. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> they're the worst. <laughs> so it's it's the, just they want and want and want and want. But again, checking in with the, the other five-year-old uh, father that I know here. Yeah. Uh, Dusty's like, yeah, that's right on par. Mm. Same thing when Evelyn was at it. Same thing right now. with So... Checking in with people that have been through it or in the middle of it right now seems to be accurate for the age. But the thing is, they did get a tablet for their birthdays because we were going on a couple. Whoa. We're going on a couple plane trips, so we got them the little uh, Kindle Fire thing. Nice job, that's, Dad. That's their favorite thing in the world. Yeah, they, they just they love that thing, and they've got the little learning games. They found Sonic the Hedgehog on there somewhere. Now they love that. They're like, we just have to collect all the rings, and I'm like, ooh, can I get a turn on that? Yeah, for real. I know. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, you're, you're fine. But yeah, just think, think of anything that you get. Think of photo op. If in 15 years when he's, you know, getting ready to, you know, get his driver's license, do you want to sit down with him and go, oh, here's a picture of your first Christmas. We gave you some old Tupperware because this guy that I worked with said, that's all you play with. And he was right. Smart guy. Or do you want a picture of him holding something big and stupid that you got that, you know, whatever you've got your own story about. Do you ever That's remember? Do you ever remember a uh, ad that influenced you as a kid? An ad that influenced me? No, but I mean, I had all the because teen- that's what's happening with your girls, right? Yeah, yeah, they're oh, watching sure. TV. They're watching, uh, you know, pre-roll ads on videos, yep. perhaps, and they see because it's probably you got Disney Plus, right? You got that? Oh, sure, yeah, right. So, but they don't run fed no ads, ads about toys. No, stuff. nope, no ads on oh, the Disney right, Plus, right, right. which okay. is great. The the thing that really threw us off was uh, we went to stay in a couple hotel rooms recently over the last I don't know three months. Oh, you were selling drugs, obviously. No, did you stay in a hotel room? <laughs> well, usually when well, I told you last usually week, usually when you stay in hotels, that's like the secondary point of like we went on vacation. Well, so we told you last week we did the Christmas boats. Oh, so we right, stayed in a right, hotel right. down okay. at the marina, right? right? We had the free room, so we went and stayed. Just sounded there. kind of sketch when yeah, you laid it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but the thing about the hotel room was it didn't. Well, we we did a trip to the coast in November, okay, and then we see. did, yeah, yeah whatever, right. and then we did a trip down to the marina at the I-5 bridge. Now I understand. So, <laughs> and drug sales went great. Right. So, it's good. the the girls got to watch, uh, like, local television, and it's all toy ads mm. and everything. So, yeah, so I cannot imagine being a parent with regular television. That sounds absolutely awful. The ads that got me when I was a kid is I watched the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle TV oh, shows, yes. and I always wanted a Ninja Turtle, and mm-hmm. I had a ton of them. Uh, but the other one that got me was my my dad just got the Cabela's catalog, and me and my brothers would just go through that. I don't know how old I was. My brothers were already hunting. I was not. But it was, oh, we'd flip through the Cabela's catalog, and that was most of our Christmas shopping. It was just like, oh, check out this new compass. It's, uh, it's orbital. It's not flat. That's pretty sweet. See, my catalog was East Bay. Ah, there Love you go. the East Bay. Wanted the shoes, sure. wanted yep. the stuff. But the ad that got me, my friend. Just imagine the 
So basically, you couldn't hear that, but good, good production work there. Let me tell you I something. Know, I don't know if anybody can hear it over the air, but I couldn't hear it in here. Yeah, they should hear that. Okay, well that's fantastic. Good crossfire. Look, crossfire was one of the more like endorphin-inducing. This was ads. this was the uh, Hot Wheels cars that go across. No, e- sir. No, okay, which no. one's crossfire? Crossfire was oh, two tops that run into each other. Close. Okay. It is basically a board game. Where uh, two children are on either side of each other with uh, miniature guns that shoot out uh, crude metal balls that uh, uh, ricochet into other crude metal balls that are surrounded by plastic. What was the uh, the goal is to get your that that kid's plastic out of the ring. Wasn't there like a Hot Wheels one where they had to cross like a figure eight and then they were going to explode off each other? Figure out what that's called. That's the thing that figure we figure out know. that one. All right. Uh, hey, uh, Ducks got a new coach. Blazers finally got a win. Uh, Beavers playing today. We've got sports to talk about, but I'll be honest. I'm looking up at the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. None of it's really great. It's all very. This is these weeks are kind of a meh in sports. You but, watch the Bahamas Bowl. But we've got the NFL, right? Oh wait, that'll be on Tuesday. Oh right. Yeah. It's going to be kind of a bummer of a sports show, but we're going to have fun. we got Christmas music. It's going to be a great time. Stick around. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fake. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Tingy 
Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. The one good thing is my kids do love this as a Christmas song. I don't think I heard this until I was in my mid-twenties. My kids love it. I didn't hear it until you introduced it to me. Yeah, there's a lot of people around the station that uh, weren't familiar with Dominic the Donkey, but uh, I, I worked with a guy named Dominic, and he was shocked that nobody knew the song. Apparently, it's popular. Uh, he grew up in, like, the Bronx or something. And uh, he was like, he was like, oh, you ever heard Dominic the Donkey? He started playing it. Quickly became everybody's favorite uh Christmas song like from day one and then the other day I heard this on uh, Charlie Christmas oh this got to Charlie that's great well yes it's great but also it's uh it's a big win because uh the programmers for Charlie hated this song there was a whole big debate just a couple years ago where I was like gotta play Dominic the donkey if you're the okay Charlie's in this building as people may or may not know part of the overwhelming amount of options you have to listen through Odyssey and Odyssey.com. But the overwhelming fun... is the uh... it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming <laughs> is the word to key in on. There. Yes, it is. But over the over the broadcast there, we have wonderful stations, Charlie FM among them. But it claims to be the fun Christmas music station. Yeah. So I I have been adamant that if it's the fun Christmas music station, you must play Dominic the Donkey because uh, find me a more fun tune than that. Like, how do the kids in Italy uh, get their presents without Dominic the Donkey? The song says it right there. The hills are too high for uh, for reindeer, so you need the donkey. It's great. So anyway. he doesn't fly. He just walks? No, he just strolls along. Oh, I hope he doesn't stroll. He's got to deliver all those gifts. Hey, listen, he he probably has one of those, uh, you know, time interrupters where time moves slower. He moves Sorry, at regular time pace. interrupters? Yeah. Yeah. Care to explain what those are? Sure. It interrupts the normal <laughs> passage of time where he moves at regular time. All right. Like he does, he does, you know, there's two different ways to get all the presents delivered, right? Either you move so fast that nobody can see you and every, everybody else is at regular speed. And this big fat guy is lightning quick with his reindeer and he stops and he goes down the chimney and the whole thing, right? The only, the only way it would work is to go super fast or regular time slows way down and you go whatever speed you're normally going at. It's kind of the same thing, but two different philosophies. So yeah, he just strolls along and checks out. Yeah. So he, 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 no way is Dominic the donkey lightning quick up the hill. Just saying question for you. We've talked about uh, your bowl experiences. Yeah. You got uh, you got to go to the Emerald Nuts Bowl. Boy, was it nuts! And what was your gift? Um, I believe it was nuts. Yeah, it was in fact nuts. Your <laughs> Oregon State Beavers are playing in the Jimmy Kimmel Los Angeles Bowl today. Hell yeah! What is in that gift bag? Probably a lot, actually. <laughs> so it really like yes, yes. It's probably a very generous gift bag. Think of the company. Like a bun- I'm picturing yeah. like old tapes of the man show and win Ben Stein's oh. money. <laughs> old tapes of Jimmy Kimmel do- going blackface for Carl Malone. Yes. 
And everybody just best, seems to be okay with that. The best of Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel's Carl Malone impressions. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Pay no attention to it. That's all I can think of. My, th- my thought was uh, that, what, ABC has this game, right? That's right. So my thought was ABC was like, oh, we couldn't find a sponsor. Let's just promote the late night show. Well, you know who owns ABC? Well, Disney, Disney. and ESPN. E- Disney and ESPN. Sure. So when you think of bowl gifts, you have to be very cognizant of who is yeah. funding that bowl. Yeah. The Emerald Nuts Company was funding the bowl I went to. Yeah, 100%. So what do you think they could offer up? Well, their products. But yeah, but what's what's Disney going to get you? Everybody gets, everybody gets a free subscription to Disney Plus for Pumping a year. Money. Hell yeah, dude. I'd take that. <laughs> they probably just pump money into that thing. We're like, give them Playstations and, and whatever. A lot of the times, some of the crappier bowls you can go to, if they're sponsored by great companies, you can get insanely good gifts. Yeah, that's what I like. Because they just pump money into it. Yeah. I yeah, just, dude, Disney's flush with cash. They probably give them all Playstations. I understand that, but they did not get a sponsor. The, the way it feels to me yeah. is the Los Angeles Bowl was looking for a sponsor. They're like, all right, we're going to be at SoFi Stadium. It's yeah. going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Cool. Who's going? Oh, well, we have like the fifth place team from the Pac-12, and then we have like the thirteenth best team from whatever. West. And well, or it's like from the rest of the power. And they're like, oh, well, let's see if we can go and sell this. And then they couldn't sell. This is my just my guess. Okay, they couldn't sell it, and they went, well, let's just sponsor it with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Like you ever listen? To, if you ever listen to this station, and something's brought to you by the Odyssey app. Eh, we're not getting any money for that. Yes. It's kind of kind of your hint. So my thought is if shows on ABC and it's sponsored by an ABC program, they couldn't find a sponsor. Yeah. And they asked yeah. some of the primetime dramas for money and they said no. See, now <laughs> I would I love that idea, by the way, to have another primetime drama sponsored, such as the Grey's Anatomy Bowl. That, right. That's now that I they would asked be, Grey's Anatomy, but yes. Grey's Anatomy is like, no, what are you talking about? I wish I could go to that bowl. I'd get to meet <laughs> Ellen Pompeo. Yeah, she just she oh, raises the flag or fires the cannon or rings a bell or whatever gets the game Doesn't started. Matter what she does, she's hot, man. <laughs> I'd meet her. She's what I I will say. I've I've never watched a full episode of Grey's Anatomy. My wife watches it. I've caught Shame a little bit you. of it. It's amazing. What? Okay, fantastic. A lot of sex, she, a lot of violence. She is one of the smartest actresses that I've ever come across uh, in in the entertainment realm for one reason. Everybody asks her why she hasn't left to go try movies and do whatever. And she goes, dude, I'm on a hit TV show. Yeah. This is great. I'm the star. The title is about my character. And I just show up to work and they just unload a truck of money at my house. She's like the Mark Few of acting. Yes. She's like, everybody loves me here. Everything's great. We've got like. Why? Yeah, that was a, um, I think that was a variety article because I think I read the same thing where she was talking about like, well, look, I have three kids and they all like the school they're in here in Los Angeles. And I get to shoot episodes for about two months. Yep. Then I'm a stay at home mom that gets to do whatever else I want to do. Yeah, I like this job a lot. Yeah. I don't think I really need to go act in movies. Thank you. <laughs> but the idea of like, I just want to really test my limits and go do all. Dude, you got I can appreciate of... that. I can appreciate that with some oh, actors. Get out of here. I can. Okay. If you have the passion for it. I mean, like dudes like Daniel Day-Lewis or dudes like, uh, you know, what, George Clooney. George Clooney, did. he could have been on ER for 
decades. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered, but he tested his limits, mm-hmm. went out and did some movies like with uh, Quentin Tarantino, right? Some, yeah. Some kind of like, oh, that's an interesting pick there. I mean, the guy now owns some tequila company that's worth billions of dollars. You're, you're choosing one of the guys that has done incredibly well. Let's talk about the other people that left Grey's Anatomy and see how they're doing. The people that went to go, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and be a movie star. Well, now, just... the most famous one is uh, What's-Her-Face. Yep, there uh, you go. You've, you've made no, my no, point. No, 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 Katherine Heigl. Yes, but you've you made my Catherine point. You know Katherine Heigl, right? Yes, I know who she is. Yeah. But you've well, made my point. She got a, she, And she had a few movies and did a couple things, and now she's gone. When's the last time she did a thing? And there's a lot uh, of people that leave these TV yeah. shows going, I'm going to go, and I'm going to be great. Dude, you got a good thing going, keep it going. That's all. That's my advice. All right, so you got the Beavers winning? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the game? You want to break I, it down? No. You want to break down? I, I mean, like, there's nothing to break down about <laughs> this game. They're playing Utah State. Like, it's going to be great. Like, it's going to be great. I want to watch it. It's awesome. It's their first bowl game yeah. in eight years. It's, uh, it's uh, amazing. It's good. It's great. As an Oregon State fan, this is awesome. This is – it is your foot in the door. If you can win, which you should, because I've read scouting reports about Utah State, and it's – <laughs> they're not great. I mean, it, it's it's a it's a great foot in the door for what's to come. And if you pay oh, attention you to what happened in recruiting this past week, it's very evident that Oregon State is very, very much on the rise. This is not an on the rise team that we talked about three years ago where it's like, oh, they're kinda of, you know, they're making they're signing a couple of JUCO guys and they're doing this and that. No, dude. There, it, it is the engine has started and they are building, and this is just kind of the starting off. Is it important to win the game? In- yeah, of course, okay. I think so. Okay. Yeah, you you gotta. I mean, you know, it was my opinion that you had to be bowl eligible this season, otherwise, for Jonathan Smith. Uh, again, it's not the hot seat, but yeah. you would start to have a lot of questions, sure, and you'd have probably a lot of boosters saying like, you know, it would be the very kind nudge of, what else can we do to help you? Yeah. Well, well, we're not going to fire you, but like, can we do something else? Because it seems like this isn't working yet and we're kind of stuck in a rut here. Yeah. So if they lose this bowl game, is there anybody going, Urban Meyer's available? (laughs) Would I take Urban Meyer over Jonathan Smith? Urban Meyer is available. We'll (laughs) tell you why after this Sports Center update. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. I was right. You were wrong if our text line is accurate. Thank you. I'm a genius. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, apparently, uh, according to one texter, 503-250-1080 is the fan text line. My uncle works equipment for the Beavers. They, they're only getting a pair of sunglasses and a gift card. $120. To where? And only Utah State got to meet Jimmy Kimmel. No. That's what it says on the text line. Oregon State was like in the audience. I saw the the photos. Well, getting to meet Jimmy Kimmel going up and shaking his hand is very different than actually being in the audience. Like watching watching the show is one thing. Let me tell you something, man. They're going to use that as inspiration during the game. Oh, I'll tell you what. Well, you didn't introduce me to Jimmy Kimmel. I'm going to kick Utah State's ass. You want to meet Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, why not? I don't know. I was just asking. Yeah. There's a line. I thought it'd be interesting. There's a line. Took 45 minutes. You sure. wait in that line, you get a how, handshake. How, how, oh, handshake get a and a handshake? picture. Yeah, handshake and a picture. No. Okay. Yeah. That's, like, that's, I, that's meeting, yeah. meeting somebody. That's like, that's the bare minimum. Now, uh, hanging out with Jimmy Kimmel, you get, yeah, you get, you know, a chance to hang out and talk. Sure, even him. 10 minutes. I'd spend 10 minutes with Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Like being in the room while he's like entertaining yeah. everybody. Very different than like the, the meet and greet is like, all right, everybody walk through. Because what? 85 scholarship players on each team plus coaching staff plus equipment plus plus plus. Yeah, going through meeting two hundred people, just going, "Hi, hi, I'm Jimmy, hi, I'm Jimmy Kimball. And then this is this is your this is your moment to meet Jimmy Kimball. All you get to do is watch how he reacts to all the other players. Try to come up with a clever one line, see if you can get him to chuckle and pat you on the back. Uh, let me see if I can get it. It'd be really hard for me not to just ask him about Carl Malone blackface. <laughs> It'd be, you still doing blackface? Yeah. Do you still do that? Yeah, I don't watch your show anymore, so I don't know. But like, do you do that on your show? Like, dress up as blackface Carl Malone and impersonate make, him. Make sure, make sure there's at least three black players with an earshot. <laughs> My friends want to know. Yeah, go up They're with right like, here. The they... most fearsome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, black guys on your team and just go. And go oh, my buddies wanted to know, yeah. but they just do it very innocently. Because I like showed that. them that tape. Like, yeah, God, I must have been like a hundred times I showed them that tape. So, you can explain that, right? Yeah. Uh, so a report came out on Wednesday that Urban Meyer barely kicked his kicker. Hey, kicking a kicker. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what the, the publication was. I don't have it right in front of me. Tampa Bay Times. It was the Tampa Bay mm-hmm. Times that Urban Meyer goes up and boots his kicker. Josh Lambeau just kicks him. That came out. He's fired Thursday, midday, mid-morning. Uh, but the best part is. The Jaguars have come out since, and we had the report last weekend that we read on the show that he was berating not just his players, but his coaching staff, calling everyone else losers. He's the only winner in the organization. That's right. He's the head man. That's right. We had the report uh, or the photos of him uh, getting grinded on by the videos videos of him getting grinded on by a co-ed up at Ohio Mm. State, all of the things that happened. The Jaguars have come out and said that they were planning on firing him Monday after the 20 nothing loss, and it had nothing to do with uh, the report that came out on Wednesday. My favorite part of this is since the incident in Columbus with the co-ed, 
it was uh, Shad Khan's uh, insistence on being in all team meetings since that point that really got him fired. And now the plan is that the expectation is that they'll be able to fire him for cause because after this weekend's loss, Shad Khan goes up to him and goes, all right, well, what's the plan? And Urban Meyer's basic response was, I don't know. Yeah. And you know, uh, the, not sure. How yeah. are we going to change the direction of this team? Yeah. And I think that, you know, Shad Khan being in the meetings and the time it took for them to fire. Yeah. I, I've heard this a lot. I've heard the criticism of like, oh my God, it took you way too long to fire. Look, the guy's contract is loaded, and I'm sure that his agent was incredibly intelligent and was able to put in some very crafty little out clauses mm -hmm. that would have paid him out insane. And so I think Khan was just kind of sitting in the wings waiting for the moment, yep. waiting for the moment where he could see it himself, where it's like, oh, I can fire you for cause, and I was in the room. Yeah, well, and wait, and waiting for his lawyers to come up and go, yeah, that works. Right. You're, exactly. you're out of this contract. But now which, this is just overwhelming. Well, and but the, the part about that Lambo story that, that really that solidifies this is Lambo's attorney has actually been speaking yep. with the Jaguars for like a month now. Yeah. Like, like they've been, they've been in council talking about like, Hey, look, we don't want to sue you, but uh, my client, like he makes his career and livelihood off of his leg yep. and your client kicked him in his livelihood yes so that's kind of liable <laughs> the the thing that gets me about it though is you have all of these instances where he showed the inability to read the room where he just mm. didn't understand why people were upset the the individual apologies apologies to position groups which led to the players <sighs> laughing openly at him oh, that's odd isn't it? uh when he tried to do the apologies yeah. for the columbus thing and and all of this but the reason he's being fired is he's not a good coach it just it shows the difference between college football and the nfl where the nfl as a head coach your job is to coach in college your job is to run an organization at some level. I mean I I'm not saying that all head coaches are not coaches, but you can be a figurehead and make sure that your recruiting system is set up so that you have better players and the Xs and Os will take care of themselves. There there's so often at Ohio State when he was at Florida, they just had the better players. And then he brought in coaches that could take care of the offense and defense for him. What what is he known for as a coach other than just having a better team? I would disagree with you in that sense because uh, Urban Meyer was very influential in advancing the spread offense. But he did it at Utah with Alex Smith, and it became so. It, it wasn't like the Chip Kelly type of phenomena that yeah. was the spread option, but he kind of started to widen the concept of what a quarterback can do and how a motioning um how a motioning slot could be used in offense. But we're certain that was Urban Meyer? Or was Urban that Meyer his had his hand staff? in a lot of Of course of it. he had his hand yeah. in. Well, and I'm not he saying had his that he, hand in also uh getting Chris Leak and Tim Tebow to play on a team with each other. Look, here, here's what I'll say. I totally agree with you that he he is a bad coach. Okay. He he's just bad now. He I think he was very good at one point. Sure. Um, well, I mean, the success, I yeah. mean, it doesn't come from nowhere, but just what I guess, my, I guess my point is that going into the NFL, the temperament that you have to have yes. and the acumen you have to have is very different 
than the way you do things in college. And this is definitely this is such a glaring example of it, because even when Nick Saban went to the NFL or Steve Spurrier, they did not have the kind of success that Urban Meyer had in college. Urban Meyer, when he went, Saban is a better coach now. But when Urban Meyer went, he was probably the most successful college coach to make that jump. If you look at his entire resume and then he went up there and he failed more spectacularly than any of them. Yeah. Just two hard to argue two different skill sets is, yeah. is, is, is I guess my point. And I'm not saying that he doesn't know how to coach and doesn't like, obviously he had success, very successful college coach. I don't know what this happened, what happens with his future, but man, that's quite the stain on him right now. Yeah. And I think what I likened it to was uh, the NFL is a workplace. Like college football is not a workplace, dude. Like yeah. I've, I've been in that thing. It ain't a workplace. It's a, uh, <laughs> I, I, the best description I have is like, a mock uh educational system that makes money where <laughs> yeah. it is very much a student tutelage relationship between the players and coaches where you are doing things on the field and you are getting feedback and the feedback is the most important part of what your day is right like yeah. it is about how am I doing? How am I playing? How am I contributing to the team? Now that can vary for some different guys, right? Sure. If you're one of those dudes, a Heisman winner or yep. a first round draft pick, that's probably different. But for the most part, most dudes on a college football team are doing it for the team. Yep. And there's that whole concept. The NFL is a straight up workplace. Yes. It is by all means similar to this place right here in that there are bosses and there are employees and really Everything that we're all doing right now is to make money. That's it. And we all understand that, too. We have passion for what we're doing. The players on the Jacksonville Jaguars have a lot of passion for playing football, but it's very much about making money and them making sure that they're protecting their brand. When Urban Meyer comes up to you and kicks you in the leg and you're a kicker, <laughs> yep. that may fly in college because an 18-year-old isn't going to say S about it nope. because he's probably scared. But a NFL player who is a veteran who makes millions of dollars and knows that the only way to continue to making millions of dollars and feed his family and maintain a lifestyle that they expect is to kick. Yeah, he's going to bark back at his coach and go, don't ever effing kick me again. Yes. And Meyer didn't understand that, nope. that this is a workplace, dude. You're a manager. You can't treat employees like that. Yeah. He's never been used to and, it. And, and you're you can't sweep right. stuff under the red yes. rug like you did in college. And totally it, it, different. Yeah. It's it's dramatically, dramatically different. And just showing up and expecting to get all the respect because I was good in college. That's right. Nice try. I do love the uh the the or at least what was quoted as the response that Urban had to him when he said, Don't ever effing kick me again. He goes, I'm the head ball coach. I'll <laughs> kick you whenever the F I want. I was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, Urban Meyer, uh, <laughs> dude, you had a good run. Putting together that book, oh, can't wait of just of of the season that wasn't for Urban Meyer. Yes, is is yeah, cannot wait. The fact that they got Trevor Lawrence, they signed Tim Tebow, they're yeah. throwing passes and people getting hyped. He hired the strength and conditioning coach that everybody uh. knew was a scubby. Like just it just goes on and on. And it was from jump, even even filling out his coaching step, everybody knew that this was going to be a disaster. And and yes, it's it could have been worse, I suppose. But comically, the way that everything orchestrated. And when was the last time a guy was fired for cause besides Neil Olshay? Uh, coach. Yeah. Hmm. Boy, that's a good question. Yeah. In any major sport? 
Because I can't even think in any major sport. I'm sure the text line could help with that. But yeah, like even the NFL, I, we'll do we'll do some, yeah. we'll do some digging right now. We yeah. got to do some good versus evil, but we'll do some digging see if we can find a guy that was fired for cause. Uh, good versus evil next. Center Saint Tenny the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the, What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. Last night, I was trying. I, last night and the last three games, I was just trying to just play my game. Obviously, I'm shooting a lot of threes, but uh, just trying to let it come to me, especially with how defenses are guarding me. And uh, you know, tonight it kind of set up perfectly. That was guy who tried as he might, could not make Kevin Durant likable. Steph Curry, the incredibly short guard, wasted no time this week against the Knicks, tying Ray Allen, then passing Ray Allen as the all-time NBA leader in three-point field goals made. There was a very sweet and awkward ceremony done for the fella on the center court of Madison Square Garden. Curry said after the game, quote, we'll see how long I can push it. Hopefully I can push it to know to where no one can get it. How long does that record stand? Ooh, um, probably not as long as we hope. Uh, Steph Curry is not all that old. What, 33? Uh, so he has a little bit of time to do it. And the other thing is he has, I would think, a future as just a shooter. Right now, Steph Curry is one of the best basketball players in the league. If he has a Ray Allen uh, bounce around finish to his career where it's just like, hey, we need a sharpshooter. Just come in there and sit in the corner. You don't need to necessarily be a starter, but at the end of the games, you're going to be in there and you're going to get a chance to just jack up threes. Um, it would be interesting to see if that becomes part of his career or if he wants that to be part of his career. If his only goal is to shoot as many threes as possible. I don't know that there's a guy on pace right now. Trey Young, I guess, maybe is a... Actually, we looked this up. Buddy Heald is the closest. Okay. Well, <laughs> Buddy Heald, I mean, but Buddy Heald shoots a lot. But, but how old is Buddy Heald, too? Pretty young. Yeah. I'd so, probably say below 30, maybe. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, every every kid that I've played basketball with, which is not a lot, uh, but they go out and they want to shoot threes and they want to be Steph Curry. So, there's going to be somebody that is going to come into the league and just launch threes. The question is, are they good enough to play or be on the court as much as Steph Curry is? Uh, that'll be that'll be hard to tell, but I, it will get broken, but I think it'll last, uh, let's say, 15 years. I, I shoot straight. I don't I don't lie. I don't placate. I don't promise your kids bells and whistles. I'm not going to say you're going to blow up on the NIL. No, man, you got to come in and put in work, do your job, and the rest is history. That was Neon Dion Sanders, the Jacksonville University football coach and NFL first ballot Hall of Famer shocked the college football world Wednesday by successfully recruiting Travis Hunter 
a high school cornerback whom Rivals.com considers one of the top two recruits in the country to an HBCU that's an historically black college. Bruce Feldman called it the biggest signing day stunner in his 20 plus years of covering that stuff. How does this change college football or does it? I don't know that it necessarily changes college football, but Dion was one of the greatest cornerbacks ever. He just signed one of the greatest or one of the best cornerbacks in the country. The like best, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's his position. It's yeah. not like he signed. It's not like he has one of the top five recruiting classes. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it ends up being somewhere that Dion wants to stay. I don't know why there's no conversation about having him come in and and you know being some of these coaching candidates, uh, being a coaching candidate for some of these larger universities. Um, I don't know if he's sitting around waiting for Florida State. I don't know yeah. what his plans are. I think it might be experience. I. I, I can understand why he wasn't part of the Oregon job, but some of the larger divisions going up to a, a power five, mm. uh, you know, I mean, if there's somewhere in the AAC that wants him or if he just wants to stay there and whatever he wants to do, but he has a big enough name. It'll be a splashy hire. And if he sits there and continues to have things like this, what's the only thing that's going to change is that there'll be a vacancy at Jacksonville state and he'll be coaching somewhere else. The goal is always to score and we needed to put up points and we got in the end zone and that was our mission. And, um, you know, we would have loved to have been able to run the clock down and, and not have any time. But, you know, it, this is the NFL and you have to get in the end zone. And, and we called a play that we trusted and we ran and, and we got down the field. And that's the mission. That was Justin Herbert explaining the basic concept of football. The Chiefs <laughs> were able to beat the Chargers in overtime at 34-28. Probably the best Thursday night game of the year so far. Kansas City scoring 21 points in the last seven and about seven and a half minutes of regulation, sending the game to overtime. Chargers went for scores instead of field goals three different times failing each time, then turning the ball over to the other team, pretty much giving up nine points, which would have ended the game. What's the bigger story? What the Chiefs did and what Travis Kelsey did more specifically or what the Chargers couldn't do? I think the bigger story is the Chiefs. I mean, they're on, what, a six-game winning streak now after that one? Uh, the Chiefs were dead. They were terrible. They were one of the worst teams in the NFL. Everything is gone. This is why you can't pay a quarterback. Ah! No, Chiefs are really good, and no lead is safe against the Chiefs again, so I... Don't know why you wouldn't see them. Would this be their third straight AFC championship game if they went? They're very good at football. The Chargers have a very young, brash head coach, and he plays with, with uh, you know, a, a disregard for the traditional uh, go for three. And it bit him in the butt this time. But uh, I, I like what they have going on in San or sorry, in Los Angeles uh, for the Chargers. But it's going to take a little bit of time. Second year quarterback, first year head coach. All right, time for my favorite story of the week. This one comes from the skies. I'm sorry, the skies or disguise? The skies. All right. It's an airplane story. Okay. The friendly skies. You could have said the friendly skies. The fr well, not so friendly. As oh, you're about there, to find you out. But you said not so friendly skies would have been great. Anyway. You know go. me. I don't have great timing. Yeah, you do suck. Here's your headline. United Airlines bounces passenger who wore, get this, women's underwear on his face as a mask in COVID protest. Nice. Good for him. United Airlines officially kicked off. Oh, surprise. Florida passenger <laughs> Adam Jean off a flight this week before it took off from Fort Lauderdale because he was wearing a pair of women's red thong underwear on his face to protect against the mask or protest rather against the mask mandate. Okay. So, and there is a picture. 
Sure. And, and how- uh, it, he's definitely wearing a thong on his face. All right. Which direction? Because I feel like the floss end's not going to do a whole lot of good. No, he is. You're right. He is very responsible and wears the butt end on his nose and his mouth. Okay, good. Yeah. So just a little piece of dental floss across his face. Gene insisted to the Fort uh, Fort Myers news station NBC2 that he was in compliance with the mandate, claiming the thong fully covered his nose and mouth. Well, there you go. So would if you if he was wearing like the uh, a pair of granny panties, would he got in trouble? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, <laughs> I think a, a little. Do you think how many I think fly- they probably would have like given him a mask. I don't think they gave this guy a mask. I think they just told him to get the hell off. Yeah, they probably tried to give him a mask. And he he, he probably did the whole thing. I'm already covering my face. He knew what he was doing when he put that on. Mm. He he went out there to get this exact <laughs> story written. I would hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, boy, he's stupid. Well, it could be both. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Why can't it be both? Yes, exactly. Why can't it be both? It's 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 not that hard to wear a mask. Like, come on, dude. Like, yes, did, it is. Did you get so a win? Hard. Yes. Did Did you get a chalk up a chalk up a win for you? And you you made your point. Like, yeah. See, that's what I don't get about like these people that do this kind of stuff. To now, I understand protesting as a general concept when it's something that uh, you know actually affects your life. Yeah. Say like how much you get paid sure, or uh, your rights as a worker at a workplace. But, you know, wearing a mask on a plane for all of, you know, what, three hours? You had to wear a shirt. You had to wear pants. Yeah. I I kind of find it like, yeah, you but Now, I'm, I'm assuming this. His family was probably 100% with him. Otherwise, oh, yeah. I if this was my kid and I was an old man, <laughs> I would call him up and I'd say, you're not welcome back here. I'm tired of you. Please stop doing this stuff. I would like to be in the room when this idea was hatched. Because this guy didn't do it independently. Him and a bunch of buddies were sitting around. Oh, no. Him and a bunch of Florida buddies were all sitting around. And the idea was conceived. And he's like, I'll do it. I'm totally going to do it. And then he said he was going to do it so often that he probably didn't want to. And then he's he's like, no. You know what? Greg and Jimmy and Slick Rick, they all think that I can go out and do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to show those guys. It's going to be awesome. And then he threw him off the plane. He was like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, actually, I had to get to Georgia. I've never taken a stand in my life. I'm going to stand up for this. Tired of it. Yeah. But you know what? Here's here's the thing. And I, I it, it disappoints me because this I, I know this coming from the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse thing, which was much more depressing than this is. That guy's somebody's hero now. Somebody, somebody yeah. is. I mean, the fact yeah. that the fact that you have, you know, a, a guy wearing underwear on his face seems like the stupidest thing. But I guarantee you, there are people going right on, man. Yeah, you killed it, buddy. That's sweet. You showed them. And I guarantee you that there are people that are in his corner and cheering him on and going, "Good job." People he's never heard from are writing him letters, going. Yeah, keep up the great work, man. His pen is worth it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't even think of that question. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, he probably has a story. Like, he's probably bragging about it. Oh, yeah. They were your moms. Whatever.
Probably just bought them at Walmart. Nope, nope. He, yeah, he, he, they, were, they were used. They were, oh. they were battle tested. Game worn. Boy, that is even more depressing. I'm telling you. But he's proud of it, and there's people that are proud of him. So it's not just that he did something stupid. You and I might think it's dumb. There's people that do not. That's the sad part in the whole world. All right, that's your good versus evil. It's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. If you need Hawaiian food, you should eat theirs because it's delicious. Order online if you're getting it to go or delivery or Dining rooms are back open, ate-oh-ate.com on the web in hour two. Trying to see if I can find another coach that has been fired for cause. I have not found one yet. but There uh, is somebody on the text line that made a good point, but I don't think he got fired for cause. Well, we can look into it. Yeah. We have the internet right in front of us. Uh, there is a new coach in Eugene. We have not had a chance to talk about that. And... Uh, is it stupid to play through injuries in the NBA? That is my question to you. We will talk about all of those in hour two of The Center and the Saint on 1080 The Fan and Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 